Hello, Fellowship family. This is David Wilkinson. I'm the Director of Communications here at our church. You may have noticed that we've been celebrating our 20-year anniversary, and it's been an amazing story of how God has been our help. And every story has a great beginning, and John and Annie Hewitt were a big part of the beginning of Fellowship Bible Church here in Murfreesboro. Now, if you don't know the Hewitts, number one, you should get to know them because they are a true gem in our church. Wonderful people, extremely encouraging. But number two, our church is full of families, oftentimes with children, oftentimes with very young children. And so the Hewitts, as an older couple for our church, have been a big encouragement, a source of wisdom and joy over the years. And that's why recently, Monty Waldron, the founding pastor of Fellowship Bible Church in Murfreesboro, sat down with John and Annie, and they had a great conversation. They talked about how they met. They talked about the church plant, why Annie is Annie, even some of John's Ebenezer moments at Fellowship Bible Church. And Annie even shared a few fun stories of her mission weeks in India. These are some stories that we don't want you to miss, and so that's why we're sharing this conversation with you. So this is Monty talking with John and Annie Hewitt, about how they first met when the Waldrons came to Murfreesboro. So uh, the first thing that I wanted to find out, and I, I actually don't think I've ever heard you all tell this story, but when Kimberly and I were leaving Dallas to come to Murfreesboro, of course, Fellowship Brentwood told us about Murfreesboro and encouraged us to come here. And they told us about this couple, John and Annie Hewitt and that they might be interested, because I think you guys were already living over in Murfreesboro, right? At that time? Or were you living over in Franklin? Uh, no, we were living in Murfreesboro. Okay. So they gone. said, you know, there's this couple over there and they've been driving over to church in, in Franklin at the Franklin High School <laughs> yeah. at the time. So you might want to talk to them. So we started looking for you guys, but I don't think I've ever heard the other side of the story. So tell me, how did you hear about us? And how well, did that all come together? I'll tell my version, you can explain what you heard. <laughs> but uh, we were trying to determine back in Little Rock, we were a member of Fellowship Bible Church there. Had been there about three years. And uh, we were, I was going through some things with my work and thinking about retirement. And uh, my son, who lived in Murfreesboro, was trying to get us to move to Murfreesboro. And we'd been praying about it and uh, for some time. And... Uh, Annie had heard that there was going to be a church plant over in Murfreesboro one day, and we'd been praying about it. All right. And that was almost the reason that we finally decided to come to Murfreesboro. So right. we did. We came to Murfreesboro, and we knew there was a church plant here, but we knew that we didn't make any connections with anybody. Right. So we went to Franklin to go to church, and uh, that's where we looked for you. We heard that there was. Uh, someone's going to start a church there. And he yeah. said, well, yeah, he's here. And somebody from Little Rock introduced us to you there, Kimberly. Now, take it there. Yeah, uh, our, we I had some really good friends from Little Rock who were at Fellowship, and they had come up to visit to hear Shadrach preach. Uh-huh. And uh, that night, no, that morning, I said to some friends they invited us to, well, where's that couple, Monty and Kimberly Walbron, <laughs> that are gonna start the church in Murfreesboro? And uh, I don't remember who the couple was yet. But uh, anyway, and the lady said, well, right there's Kimberly, and called Kimberly, and she came hopping over that. and then got you, you were somewhere near, yeah. and told us uh, that 
introduced yourselves right. and then we were going to, uh, y'all were going to meet that night yeah. and uh, at the Martin's house. Uh-huh. So we were so excited, we didn't know what to do. And, <laughs> uh, but we had been praying for a year about uh, John Kelly hmm. asking us to move here to work for him and uh, wow. I didn't want to leave our daughter with two children there mm. and her husband. I, I just had a hard time, so it took a year of praying mm. to make the decision. So one thing was that our uh, other son, Kendall, they were praying in Mary Grace that she would have a baby. And they'd been married five years, and uh, so we got news the baby was coming. Wow. And then that day we met uh, Dan Gerald was at our church in Little Rock, and. Uh, and he preached that day and then came back where we were in the hallway visiting and said, did you know there's going to be a church starting in Murfreesboro? And uh, I think Monty and Kimberly Waldron are going to be doing that. Of course, we didn't know y'all. Yeah. But it was really exciting. And then we knew, it was like our hearts knew that we were to come then. Hmm. I could leave Tanya and the kids to the Lord and wow. come on. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's amazing. It, it amazing. is amazing. It was amazing how we ended up connected here because uh-huh. I'm not the type to move. I never, I never <laughs> move. I'm, yeah. I'm 62 years old and I'm talking about moving all of a sudden. Yeah. And uh, even though it was, uh, it was, we felt like the Lord was in the midst of all that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to a church plant, it is not a foregone conclusion that every church planted becomes a thriving church. And so that's why we're so grateful for the Hewitts. For Fellowship Bible Church in Murfreesboro, the Hewitts were not just encouraging, they were integral from the very beginning. And as God would have it, John and Annie were perfect candidates for being in a church plant with young people. Well, I can tell both of you that you being in the season of life that you were in, because you're empty nesters, I just became an empty nester, so I'm, <laughs> I'm learning about that. But you guys were empty nesters and had had a lot of stability prior to moving here right and then you jump in with a church plant that's starting from scratch by a couple that don't know anyone in town so tell me about that what was that like you know half our core group was college kids yeah it was uh that was at keith and lisa martin's house yeah and uh, they invited us over i don't know how keith and lisa were connected but they were the ones that hosted it at their house. I think uh, Austin and Nicole, mm-hmm. who is now our elder, yeah. and have been faithful with our church for 20 years yes. also. And uh, there was Cole Huffman, first time we met him, who was mm-hmm. your associate pastor at that yeah. time. Yeah. And uh, then we met, uh, who else? Oh, that was all, wasn't it? Except well, for the college we kids. We met all of the young people. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, I, I just I I can think of them had I written them down. Sure. But uh, we were excited. But we have to go back to our church in Arkansas, where we had been for 29 years to raise our family, mm. and uh, we had ventured out with a group and started a church plant in West Little Rock. 
it was needed and our elders gave approval and we had a friend preacher and away we all went, yeah. 18 of us. Hmm. So we were not new to church plant. Uh-huh. And uh, four years prior to that, we'd been having a young professional group at our home every Sunday night wow. for um, three years. Uh, three years. And if we went to Dallas to see our son preach or whatever at the time, we'd mm-hmm. always get back for Sunday night for that group. And so we were we were really in with the young right up your alley. people. It was up our alley. <laughs> and uh, because we loved to encourage them and see yeah. them grow and just yeah. watch what God was doing. So yeah. the timing was perfect. And yeah. we fell in love with y'all. And uh, well, we love... Loved and love you guys, but I, I can tell you that having you there, you, you were probably the biggest encouragement that we had. And part of that was you had enough of life experience that you probably knew we needed it, and we did. And uh, so that was such a sweet gift of God to put a couple like you in the mix that you guys did you just cheered us on and and that motivated us to just stay at it and we obviously had ups and downs but but you guys were a, a huge part of helping us stay at it so well, thank we, you for that we love we love that time we love to see what god did during that course mm-hmm. but you were resilient to that and mm-hmm. god was gracious but you stayed steadfast till you found jeff yeah. God provided Jeff. Yes, and that was that was a big lift uh, in your ministry too. It was to yeah. encourage you and walk with you in that ministry and how God has used it. Yeah, I mean, who would have ever thought that He would put you two together? <laughs> no kidding. That's got to be one of the biggest mysteries in the universe, right? Ever. I know. I know. We love that Jeff. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's been fun to see how God's hand works mm-hmm. in the journey. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's a walk. And uh, you're walking, we're walking with you, mm-hmm. and uh, we're walking together. Yes. And that's, that's what makes it good. Over the past several weeks, you've probably heard the word Ebenezer mentioned in our church. Part of our celebration of 20 years here at Fellowship is remembering our Ebenezer moments. The word Ebenezer, coming from the scriptures, talking about the stone of help. Something that we use to mark and remember how God has been our help. And so Monty asked the Hewitts about their own. Well, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Annie's ready. Well, I would have to say um, telling our story was new uh, from our 29 years and then those four in the other uh, church. And and there was some legalism there. And so we were... um, so I always told my story to a certain point. Hmm. And uh, then I felt compelled that uh, I, I was always Anne, uh, but I wanted to go back to my childhood name, Annie. Hmm. And that had to do with having lived in an orphanage, and I didn't want to be orphan Annie. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I changed my name when I came to Murfreesboro to Annie. Hmm. It's like I'd come home. Yes. I'm, I'm going to be Annie. I'm going to be who I am. I so you're um, encouraging us to tell our story mm. was so amazing. Mm. And I thought, wow, um, I can't stop here. I must tell my story. 
mm, these people will understand. Those might not have accepted me if they knew my whole story. Hmm. Yet I was loved in that church and was a leader. But if they know the whole story, would you really be a leader? Hmm. So to me, the, the story part was huge. Yeah. So we went on a retreat. On a retreat. And yes, we did. Telling, <laughs> telling our story. So here I was, 60, 59 years old, huh. telling my story to these young people. Yep. <laughs> All these young people. But it was powerful. Yes, it was. And, and we it, were hearing your story, too. Of course, time. we got yeah. to hear your stories. Yeah. And then hearing hearing the other stories helped us, help, y'all's stories yeah. helped me to know that it's okay to to be Annie, yeah. who I really am. And excuse me, I have to have tears. No, I love but it. But anyway, it was so powerful. And I remember mm. being so freed. Hmm. And we had been searching freedom, you know, from the uh, legalism and searching freedom. Uh, and it's like, wow, <laughs> we found it. Hmm. And it was so amazing. But it took moving here for that to happen. Yeah. Because even fellowship in Little Rock, it hasn't, it hadn't happened. Because mm -hmm. there were so many of my dear friends for 40 years that were there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I still had to be who I was. Uh -huh. And now I'm who I am. I love it. And I go back. I can't imagine not having Miss Annie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was pivotal. Hmm. Excuse me, I can't help this. It was pivotal in my growth into true womanhood of another season. Yeah. And uh, so at that point, uh, I had always led Bible studies, and I had always mentored young women. Mm -hmm. But it was like it was so much better. It was so much more, just so much more that God yeah. wanted to do in me. Well, he's done a beautiful work in you, but he's also done a beautiful work through you. Thank you. And Thank I'm, you. I'm so grateful Humbled. that you guys came and you really just just jumped all the way in and just gave yourself to the journey, as you mentioned just a second ago. Well, the journey, I mean, think of it. We started meeting in houses, and then we went to Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Then we went to a daycare center. <laughs> then we found the middle school and went to the cafeteria. Yeah. And then we went to the auditorium, but we had to go back to the cafeteria. Yes, we did. And then we came back to the auditorium, yeah. and we stayed there. For how many 12 years? years? 12 years. Yes. Before we got to have our first building, and oh you know, goodness. it was it was amazing. All yeah. that journey there. Was, yeah. There's lots of memories and all that. Yeah, there is. So That's what I mean. That just over 20 years, they just start swirling. Yeah. And uh, how they all come together is, is the unique part of it. Yeah. It but uh, your your walk, you know, your faithful walk and your leadership and the gift that God's given you to teach His. His word is so amazing, True. and that's what we've been blessed by you and, and Jeff too. And then, and then how he brought the the uh, he brought Art along, and then he brought Phil along, yeah. and they joined, and then you and all that together. It's just been amazing to see all the, the pieces come together. Yeah, and uh, that's that's been a great thing. Yeah, but one of the things that uh, that I remember back then was when I was going through some sickness and so forth, and mm -hmm. and uh, they thought that I had multiple myeloma, which we don't know for sure that I did because I was healed from it. 
for mm. whatever reason. Yeah. And we'd called on you and Jeff at that time, and you came to our home, and uh, you anointed me with oil and prayed over us. And we always remember uh, remember that. That was something that was really impressed me in our mind. Hmm. And uh, I never did get multiple myeloma. They never did figure out why, but we we always felt we knew why. Yeah. And uh, so we 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 love that, and that's a big memory yeah. in our hearts to to know. Also, that you came to Little Rock when our when our son-in-law had uh, brain cancer. Mm-hmm. And you came through and you saw us all in the hospital. You'd been to Oklahoma or somewhere and you stopped back and you went in and prayed with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were so yeah. so thankful for that. And mm-hmm. he was so thankful. And mm-hmm. my daughter was so you thankful. And, you and Kimberly were both there, you know, yeah. with us. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a good time. Yeah. And it was glioblastoma and then... Mm-hmm. He later died with that. Yeah. Seven years later. Yeah. And uh, he he believed that he was healed. Mm-hmm. Now he's, he was healed in heaven. Right on. But he was healed those seven years. Well, God um, did a lot of stuff God. in those oh, seven oh, years. He did. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Man. So that was a sweet God. gift to it, have. It was. Have some time. Goodness. And it, for us, it felt like family. It, yeah. it really just felt yeah. like. Well, why wouldn't we stop? And I remember it did we were we were young uh, in the church too at that time, and you, and you were talking to Annie about it, and you saw the people were praying and everything, and you know really coming alongside, and you said, you told Annie, said this this is the kind of church that I want us to have. Yeah, yeah. The caring and the concern and yeah. all that, and you had it. And you wanted your church to have it. We remember that vision that you had then. Mm. I love that. Many people at Fellowship have fond memories over the years with the Hewitts, and that goes for me as well. I got to join Monty and Annie when we went on a mission trip to India 10 years ago, and Annie shared why she felt so compelled to join the mission. Okay, I gotta ask you, I'm gonna shift gears. Um, <laughs> India. <laughs> why do you like to leave when well, you said I, I didn't go. I just remember, I, I don't know if you came to me, Andy, or I came to you, but I think I was talking about India and asking people to consider the possibility of going. Did you come to me and say, hey, I think I might need to I did. Join I felt you on the this? Lord leading yeah. because I wanted to be a missionary since right. 13. But yes, and when I went home and told John, <laughs> he just really flipped. And he said, I can't let you go. And that was his uh, his reaction. Yeah. And I said, but you had a bad leg. You've been going to the doctor with your knee. Oh, yeah. I'm 79 now. I get it, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had just had an injection in my knee. Yeah. Uh, and the fluid pulled off and had a big brace on. <clears throat> so, but anyway, I told, uh, he said, I, I can't let you go. And, and he said, and you can't ask people for money. And I can't afford to send you. That was his truth uh-huh. Uh-huh. and so I said well John if God provides the money without me asking yeah. will you be in agreement for yeah. me to go yeah. I would not want to go without your best sure. wishes and and all that um, and he I don't think he answered that because he didn't think that was going to happen <laughs> and so I went to uh, um, we went to see his brother and his wife for a weekend, and and they were meeting with a group to plan a trip to uh, uh, 
Italy and wanted us to go. And I said, well, I said, we don't really have the money to go to Italy. But I said, what I really want to do is go to India. <laughs> and uh, my brother-in-law said, what in the world? And I said, well, I want to go on a missionary trip with our church. And why would you want to go to India? And I said, well, I just feel the Lord calling me to go. And yeah. I prayed for India for like seven years to, for these people. I remember that. And yeah. so it was real. And I met these people from India and loved them. And so anyway, um, on their way home that night, um, I guess we left and went on to Little Rock. Yeah. And they um, each said, we're going to send uh, Annie $1,000. Well, he didn't give for things like that. He gave largely to his church and let the elders decide where the money went. Yeah. Well, that was really a sign. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the next day or two, when we came back, or three or four days, whenever, John was telling our son, John Kelly, yeah. and he said, well, we want to give a $1,000. <laughs> and so there the money was. And then I, I called some friends to be praying about mm -hmm. John's heart and, and that God would provide. And here came 500 and here came 500 and here came. <laughs> Remember those checks? <laughs> yes, I do. And it was precious. And then a hundred here and a hundred there from a friend, yeah. a few friends. But the money was there. Yeah. And so it was. It was amazing. And you want to go from there about art at one of our meetings at community group. Mm, you remember Art's that. House. You remember that. Well, John was very nervous about me going and mm -hmm. very much letting it be known. Sure. And asking prayers too. Yeah. And so Art said, Well, John, you don't have any control over Annie when she's in Murfreesboro. And mm. no, you wouldn't have any control there. Huh. But God has her right both on. places. Yeah. And so that really helped him to come to grips. So the beautiful thing was, Annie, you felt led by the Lord and you acted upon that within the context of this most important relationship. And then John, despite probably all of the fear and... I felt like the, God was in it. Yeah, and so, it. so you still could have though, and I'm sure this happens a million times where someone mm -hmm. says, I don't care if I see God in it. The answer's no. Yeah. <laughs> but you said yes. Yeah. You said yes. And I I know that had to be a huge moment for you. Yeah. To in a very tangible way. Yeah. Say, Lord, I am going to trust you. He did change change my heart, even though I might have been still somewhat anxious. But sure. But uh, he changed my attitude about it. Yeah. And, yeah. and the way the way the things all fell in place. Yeah. So God works in. Yeah. Those ways, and I know that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that I will never forget those those moments then, all together. And then Anne told me the story about the time that she was lost, and oh you were so goodness. you were so upset with her in oh. India, and you said, "I don't know what I'm gonna tell John." <laughs> <laughs> That's all I all I had going through my head was John saying to me before we left, "You better take care of Annie." <laughs> And that I was did. that was one of the most beautiful sights in the world when Annie came driving up in Bangalore. Yeah. After well, it was the middle of the night, I think. Oh. Yeah. I was very thankful that day. I was. I was too. Mm. When someone is engaged for 20 years in the life of a church, there's plenty of time to wonder why am I doing this? 
why do I keep doing this? Can you think of anything that you'd say has just really helped keep you at it? Well, I think uh, just the steadfastness of walking in, that, in the right direction toward the Lord. And it's like a magnet that would continue to pull you. You might be stumbling along the way, but uh, you're, you've got your, you're looking ahead, what lies ahead. And you need, you need people along the way to encourage you, to strengthen you. We need to hear the word proclaimed because it's new every time you hear it. Mm. And uh, God does not let anything like that come back to him empty or void. Yeah. It accomplishes its purpose. And that's what we feel when we come to worship and, and to be with you and to be encouraged to, mm. to try to step out of your comfort zone, to try to, yeah. to, try to let go. And uh, I'm, I've never been one to really let go like my wife does. She's easier to let go, as you know. And uh, so, you guys are a good team. <laughs> so we we kind of help each other along the way. Right on. And uh, so we know that God's working in His way according to His purpose mm-hmm. and His plan. And we're just thankful to be with with the body mm-hmm. and and. Uh, and encouraging each other, yeah. you know, yep. for strength along the way. So we're blessed. We feel blessed. And you said 20 years is a long time. And as you look back, Monty, it's really not. It's it's a very short time. We've seen God's work through this church plant, as you call it. And we've seen you sow the seeds over all these years. Hmm. And uh, we've seen the seeds watered. And we've seen harvesting. And we've seen... We've seen the roots that you talk about, the mm. deep roots mm. growing into our church. We, yeah. We're just a part of it. It just uh, gives us encouragement mm. to be to be a part. Yeah. We've never really thought of leaving. Mm. This is our home, mm. and when God gave it y'all to us, gave us this home, this body here we have become a part and we didn't want to break apart from from y'all yeah. it it was the truth was being taught the holy spirit living and guiding in y'all and us mm. was being taught mm. everything we needed in the truth was being taught mm. so we had no reason to leave yeah. we, it, y'all are our family yeah so here i am now like i said at 79 and this season's been a hard one to accept mm-hmm. because um, it's just been different yeah. and uh, a different uh, physical, mental, emotional time. And then COVID hit and really changed things for a while. But anyway, it's a beautiful thing I'm learning about seasons of life yep. yeah. and uh, letting go of those yesterday. It's new season yeah. and embracing it. And so now the season of, say, COVID, mm-hmm. the beauty has been uh, just learning to really be with my husband mm. and learn to love him even more. Yeah. And uh, so this season is beautiful. Yeah. And uh, even yeah. though there are hard things about hard this Hard and season, beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Hard yeah. and beautiful. Let's go together. Right. Where so much change, so many things out of our control, and yet the Lord's commands and instructions and all that don't change. It's like we're still supposed to be the church, still supposed to be a community of faith, 
still supposed to be about the mission. So, um, well, one last question. Um, what might be one piece of encouragement um, or advice or whatever that you might give uh, future generations as you think about them doing life in the church, in a community of faith? What, what would you tell them? I guess I'm thinking as parents, as much as anything, the parents is to teach their children God's Word, to pass down to this next generation what they have, what they've been given to their children hmm. so that their children can pass it to the next generation yeah. because it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. And that's uh, that's the biggest encouragement, I think, that I can give uh, off the cuff to to those that are part of the body and growing in the, in the faith. Yeah. And just not to neglect, you know, nurturing mm-hmm. their children, yep. teaching them all there is about God. That's beautiful. Never let them forget. Yeah. That's right. good, John. Mm-hmm. How about you, Annie? Well, I was I was thinking about something for uh, the mamas. Okay. Uh, we have so many wonderful children in the borough, and uh, and these wonderful people working with them. I just mm-hmm. we're we're just loving seeing what's coming out of the borough, yeah. and going in and coming out. The different leaders, the different teachers. Uh, Carrie Henry, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mercy, her. Yeah. Her whole soul intent is that these children become Jesus' little children to to accept Him and uh, walk with Him. And so we see baptism after baptism of these young people. And and I always love that because uh, I I was thinking about Ecclesiastes, and I don't know if it's 3 or 15, but remember the Creator in the days of your youth. Hmm. And I absolutely love that. For these little children, if they get it, and they get it really in their little souls, they're going to remember it. Yeah. And uh, so that's so big for me, and I love the smiles on the faces of those mamas. Yeah. They are, they are glad to have their children. Yeah. And it was probably hard to get them there that morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, but how beautiful that is to me to yeah. see the mamas. And then in our church, to see the dads, oh my goodness, to see the dads so involved in the lives of these children, and I'm just blown away. So I want to encourage even more of that. Yeah. As we used to hear those that pray together, stay together. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I really do believe that. Yeah. The encouragement, too, is to uh, reaching out to the lost, Mm -hmm. the mission, the outreach, the what God, yeah. you know, what He's given us to do to reach out. Yeah. And uh, you're to lead in that, Monty, and mm-hmm. how to reach out uh, the Great Commission. We encourage you in that. Thank you. So here's one final thought. It's important to glean wisdom from senior adults. And if you've been walking with God a long time, you probably have something to say, something in particular. So as we wrap this up, we want you to be able to listen in on that particular thing that John and Annie had to say. We are in our older years. Mm-hmm. What do they call the seniors when they get this uh, old? Elderly. Elderly. <laughs> you know what she, she's Excuse told me, me for years, she said, come and grow old with me. And I told her, I said, we already have. <laughs> but I'd say the best is yet to oh, be. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, um, I see so much gratitude in the two of you and 
when I think about aging, I think there's generally two paths. People either become resentful because they probably haven't done it very well. And then you have other people who are full of gratitude um, because they have just seen the faithfulness of God over mm. and over and over and over yeah. again. And that's what I hear from you guys. Which is broken and, and contrite. Right on. <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I want to see more of that as our church ages, and it will. And it will. Um, I trust the Lord will keep bringing new generations in. Yes. But I hope we'll see more and more folks, as they get up in years, be willing to well, speak it. And you know, sharing life with younger people has always been a, a blessing to us. For some reason, God has connected us with younger people yeah, in all right. of our church growth. Yeah. And it's always been vibrant to us. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's, it's amazing how He uses both ends of the spectrum. Absolutely. He puts it together. Yes. To work together. <clears throat> yeah.